to Fake Movie Experts, the movie review podcast that breaks down a movie franchise one movie at a time. And we're still doing the Fast and Furious franchise. However, we're almost done. As this week, we do Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, the spinoff to the Furious movies as, you know, a little drama between The Rock and one Vin Diesel. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with Ricky Marticelli. Can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm getting kind of tired of Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Second off, how dare you? And third, I don't know, it's a Samoan brother, an Uso, one Key Swetland. You could have called me the like the sandal or something. <laughs> I don't know. No, I, re- okay. I respect that sandal. Hold on, I, I've, I've got my non sequitur a bit. So, um, it's, it's a, it's a, it'll, uh, it's kind of like the movie. So if you were to choose one thing, uh, French toast or pancakes, which one would it be? French toast. Yeah, he's right. French toast. Boom. Oh, I'm with the rock on this one. I'm going pancakes. Oh, (laughs) that was was my question, but it happened to seriously line up with that scene. What actually one of the few good scenes in the opening two thirds in the movie. I like that scene. Yeah. Uh, this movie came out in 2019, August 2nd. Jesus, uh, that was not that long ago. It feels way longer than that. <laughs> but again, it does. We just lived five years in a year and a half. So, uh, that was no, no, you're right, Rick. That was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> a runtime of two hours and 17 minutes. Also, a this, long time. <laughs> this could have been a tight 90. <laughs> For once, I'm on Keith's side. I could have used the tight 90 when it came to this movie. Here's the tight 90s. <laughs> tight 90s. Uh, d- uh, directed by David Leach. I mean, sorry. Uh, am I? Yeah, David Leach. Uh, he was uncredited for directing John Wick. He directed Atomic Blonde. He directed Deadpool 2. Man, I like everything else this guy has done but this movie. <laughs> And he directed Nobody, the one that just came out, the, um, uh, the Bob Odin, Odin deck, Odin Kirk. Kirk. Yeah. The movie's probably good, but I kind of don't want to watch it. Same here, because I had <laughs> when I saw the trailer, I was like, I want to watch it. But then also it's like, it has that John Wick feel. It's just the genre is overused now where it's like, eh, I don't need it. It's kind of like when uh, Liam Neeson made too many movies that were basically taken <laughs> over and over again you're just like i don't want to watch it anymore oh yeah that guy was just like scooping as much gravy onto his plate as he could while it was still available mm-hmm. and he's great, uh, great jedi and he's dra- uh, directing a movie called <laughs> bullet train sounds like Star- it's probably the exact same genre hey well maybe five assassins find themselves on a japanese bullet train realizing that individually assi- uh, assignments are interconnected I'll watch that. Actually, yeah, well, that sounds pretty badass. <laughs> well, here we can I I'll, let me I'll let you know who's starring in it. Brad Pitt. Ooh, that actually puts uh, me a little out on it with where Brad Pitt is in his life. Sandra Bullock. I'm back in. And Bad Bunny. I'm still in. Bad Bunny won me yeah. over with WrestleMania. And also Aaron Taylor Johnson. I don't know who that is. Um, <laughs> Flash, <laughs> uh, Flash from uh, Ultron. Not Flash. Quicksilver. Oh, so not related to the kid from Home Improvement who got really famous, and I can't remember his initials. Zachary Taylor Thomas and JTT. No. 
No, okay. no. Uh, back to Hobbs and Shaw, starring Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, Jason Statham, Idris Ilba, Vanessa Kirby, Helen Mirren. Well, that's basically kind of your main core of your uh, no originals from the Fast and Furious franchise because this is the spinoff. It Boys, showed. what, it, what it did you really show of uh, this go around? I'll start. <laughs> Jesus. So, <laughs> I went, uh, I saw this in theaters and apparently it was so long ago that it had like zero impact on me. <laughs> Just like, a, I don't know. I was, I remember I came out of it. I was like, huh, well, all right. That was, that was, that was two hours and 17 minutes. All right. And then um, I, 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 t- I texted Joe here. I texted him about how bizarre it was to watch this movie on a weeknight, like kind of sober. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and it was just that, that's what struck me most about this movie is watching it with like clear eyes on a, like not a giant screen in a big dark room, just watching this casually picking, like going out of my way to hunt it down and rent it on Amazon. Cause that's how I had to watch it. Cause I couldn't, Joe, you swore you gave it to me because you're kind enough to... I like, thought I did. You usually gift me the movies that we watch. That's the kind of show we run here. <laughs> but then but, I realized... But then I realized, I believe I bought the 4K. So I just still have... I still have the DVD. I mean, the Blu-ray. But I just didn't let you get, borrow that one. And Sam and I were talking. I think we treated it like Joe Buster. The, like in the old days where I think mm-hmm. I just watched it and gave it back to you. No, most likely. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that way, do you remember? Do you guys remember when Blockbuster would give you the dollar credit if you brought it back the next night? Yep. That was a very small. That was a very small window of a promo they did. I bet they lost a bunch of money. Well, they did not, go out of business. Not so. as much as they lost, not by Netflix. So they, if you haven't watched that last documentary on uh, the last Blockbuster on Netflix, it's really it's really good. Is it the the, right here in our own home state? Yeah. I went into that one. We did a little touristy trip. We went over to Bend and uh, walked into that blockbuster, walked around. It was a blast. It's still okay, so you're actually going to get to your point of how you felt about the movie? or It was, it was fine. <laughs> 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 I really interrupted him about uh, uh, the blockbuster. And then... yeah, get, me t- get me talking about block, 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 blockbuster is a whole lot cooler than this movie, which ironically was a blockbuster. <laughs> I kind of side with Keith. I remember going to see this. I saw this with Joe and the producer. And I remember coming out of it being like, man, that movie kind of sucked. And while I don't feel like the movie like fully sucked now, it's actually like my memory was it was way worse than what I just watched. But now I'm coming away with almost a worse feeling of where like at least I had a strong memory and strong feelings toward the movie. Now, after watching it again, it was fine. I'm just going to be indifferent to it. It's not a movie I will ever need to watch again in my entire life. But like, as, it's there. As you were saying those sentences, Ricky, you made me develop a quick take about this series. So we're getting towards the end of the Fast and Furious series. And as we kind of move further down the series, the movies get a little bit more and more and more generic. And it's making me love Fast and Furious 2. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> you should. Your fault. That's your fault, Ricky. Ejectocito, cuz. We're going to get to this when we get back to our ranking of rewatchability, but I don't disagree with you. And I don't even like to. 
but yeah, at but least it's had, memorable. Yeah, two had some balls. Like that balls. was the balls. Balls. That was the like very. By the way, like I was bitching in the last episode over and over about the Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. I like how you phrased that earlier. By the way, Joe. Thank you. <laughs> Dwayne Dwayne Johnson, The Rock was uh, bantering with Jason Statham, and there was a really quick Jason Statham joke I liked where he talked about how there's. I'm I'm sorry if there's extra room for balls in there. In his underwear. I forget what the joke was. It was a good joke. It was when he was ha- the one they have to go undercover, and they give he gives them like one outfit that might work, and he's like, "Sorry if there's extra space in the the sack area." Yeah, there's a balls joke. Balls. Which is weird because you know every man goes with their virility by the size of their balls. Yes. Yep. Yep. yep Not yep. penis size. Balls size. Yeah, just all balls, no dig. <laughs> I will say. Uh, go ahead. Well, there wasn't as much of the terrible banter as I thought there was in this movie. It was still terrible. And whoever wrote this movie should never be allowed to write a movie again. The dialogue in this thing for like how big a movie it was felt B-rate at best. I think Dwayne Johnson was in the room the whole time and they were just sucking up to him because every single fucking part of this movie is someone like just oh my god the rock you're so cool you're so it's cool the, you're so big it's the same writer <laughs> that is chris morgan it's the same writer that did um tokyo drift fast furious fast five furious six 47 ronin furious seven the, the <laughs> you fate just of throw the in furious. 47 ronin <laughs> I know, I like, in between the fast <laughs> i did furious movies, weird. i had to I austin had to. powers gold member yeah. <laughs> cellular I mean, I mean, the guy has some hits. He has some good misses as well. This movie continues my theory that I don't think there was writing. I think that it was just, this was The Rock and Jason Statham's version of improv. That's like what they think is funny. It was like literally everyone besides the main female character essentially playing themselves. Like even Ryan Reynolds was just Ryan Reynolds and Kevin Hart was just Kevin Hart. Like, there was no character to anyone in this movie. It was just, hey, it's action star The Rock playing action star The Rock. It's action star Jason Statham playing action star Jason Statham. Granted, I fell back in love with Jason Statham in this movie because I love Jason Statham. Mm -hmm. Like, no one had any character. It was just so bland and boring and very generic with all the lines. And I'll give away part of my, like, main thesis, I guess, for this movie is that there was way too much winking at the camera in it like ryan reynolds like was like oh the world's ending blah 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 here 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 you go guys they literally had like a jokey conversation where ryan reynolds was i'm pretty sure just ryan reynolds talking to that one actor dude about like the handlers talking about they jason statham they're like hey it it it, is your guy gonna do it no i'm pretty sure my guy's gonna do it my guy's awesome i have the same tattoos as my guy like that That scene fucking sucked so hard (laughs) it was i don't like that was like they were i felt like it was broken the fourth wall so bad they were like standing in my living room like talking to me about what the movie's about (laughs) It it was obnoxious and like do they just personally have a vendetta against the cia making them sound like a bunch of jack off assholes I mean, the CIA is pretty evil. So I appreciate right, they, that. They got made to look like just a joke. Like they didn't. Oh yeah, they're evil. charming they and cute. Worthless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't like train death rape squads in South America in the eighties. <laughs> Jesus. Bum, just bum. in the eighties. That's cute, Keith. <laughs> Once we got nineties, it stopped. 
Yeah, it's fine. They're good now. <laughs> no, they just uh, moved to the Middle East. <laughs> for my um, reaction to these movies, um, I liked it the first when I came, when it came out of the movie or when we came, saw it at theaters, and I was thinking it reminded me of like um, Tango and Cash, the Kurt Russell Sylvester Stallone movie. Have you seen that, Keith? No, I need to though. It's is amazing. It a- Okay, hold on. So, is it a buddy cop movie? Yes, and it's they... it, it's two rival cops that hate each other yep. that try to one up each other. They are accused of murder. They and they have to then. So it's basically this movie. It's fast. It's Hobbs and Shaw. Okay, so one of my problems with this movie was there was no remember. Do you remember Michael Keaton in um what's that Will Ferrell cop movie called? The, the other guys. guys. Yeah, there was no uh, handler. There was no boss. There was no one telling him to like stop measuring their dicks against each other. There was hey, no one to, like, piss, no pissing contest. Yeah, yep. there was no one telling him no pissing contest. Was there that in Tango and Cash? Was there that character? Mm, no, but Sylvester Stallone is the like the tight knit cop. The you know he has higher standards. He he's the yep. one that reads the newspaper. Every morning he wears the suit. He, you know, it's just he is the one that takes charge while Kurt Russell's the wild card. That's right. And both of these, Dwayne and Jason, are pretty damn similar in that regard. Yeah. There's no, you're right. There is no middle. There's no ground of like, hey, this guy's taking charge. It's just them doing one liners. And but by the way, I'm totally sorry to just blow up your. Your, your your part there i'm sorry no 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 it's fine <laughs> I, I i saw that confused look on your face of oh. tango and cash my thing's on showtime um go on showtime.com use promo code fake movie experts get your first month for free <laughs> no you won't <laughs> no won't, won't get that uh, i heard i heard free. it expired i heard it expired <laughs> yeah expired that's coming five, straight out of 521 <laughs> <laughs> Of 2020. <laughs> uh, so this time around, I watched it. I enjoyed it, but, you know, it's like this time around, I was like, it's okay. It's not as I thought it was a little bit better the first time than watching it this time. I'm like, it's okay. I enjoyed it. It's the action is good, like yeah. throughout most of the movie, though the fucking acting in front of a green screen, like stood out like a fucking sore thumb in this movie. And it bugged the shit out of me. But I, I agree with Keith that there should have been a a handler, uh, the a guy that takes charge because, like Tango and Cash, Sylvester Stallone's that character. While in this one, you have his two wild cards trying to one up each other. I mean, it kind of yeah, seemed like, like that's what the sister was supposed to be, but instead they just wanted to be like, "Oh, Rock wants to fuck her." That and the love interest too. Yeah. Yeah, there was. These movies are so unsexy. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get any gratuitous ass shots. No. Oh, there was none. It's like this movie, like I said, it breaks the fourth wall. It's aware of itself. And it's like, it, ooh, this is. <laughs> I'll have to argue that the movie is unsexy when one Idris Alba is in it. And oh, that I man just, just, oh, that man just oozes sexuality. Yeah, I, I agree. He's a, he's a, he's a dreamboat, except he keeps on like, he tries it, and Idris Elba's. I think he's like the probably the coolest actor in the movie. Maybe he's too good for it. Like him yeah. trying to deliver the shit lines in this movie. I was just like, oh, poor Idris. He's trying so hard. I mean, I'm the, Black uh, Superman. 
the Etion, Edion, Edion, however you say it, they're just Etion. There's just like Nazis for X for really like it's just like extra stupid Nazi nonsense. So they like had no like they had no goal. They had no like oh no we're just gonna we're gonna preserve the strong. But they didn't like they didn't say like what the ends of that meant. They didn't say like like what does it mean to preserve the strong? What is that bias? They just like is it physically strong people? Is it smart people? Like who are you trying to save? Like what? They didn't make any sense. It felt to me like a lot of this like especially when they were doing the chase scene through London, it felt like the original GI Joe movie. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, this is just really bad. Like you just created like this weird evil group decided they're evil that they want to destroy everything. And now we're just doing sweet scenes with motorcycles that can deconstruct and reconstruct themselves. By the way, loved it. <laughs> there it is. There. I loved it when uh, I, I just saw the slid under the, he slid under the semi. That was so dope. <laughs> But the self driving motorcycle was kind of stupid. It was so. It was just this like some like stunt asshole wearing a green sweatsuit <laughs> driving around. That's what I pictured when I first saw that. <laughs> uh, before, before we get any deeper, Rick, you got the plot for us. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah send it. We're we're off book now because we're out of the actual Fast and the Furious collection because I didn't want this piece of trash anywhere near it. Although I don't know why you still allowed fucking four to be in the collection. Um. So. Boys and girls, please gather around for the reading of Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. I can't wait till they keep adding titles to this fucking offshoot movie. So, we open up with our two stars on a side-by-side. As we see the two people cut from such different cloths are basically the exact same character with different accents. We learn that the world is under threat and that these two men seem to be the only ones that can save it as they talk about their dongs and how small or big they are at any given moment. We find that Shaw was betrayed at some point in his life. Find out that his sister has hated him since he was betrayed. And now she has injected a terrible virus into herself to prevent it from Idris Elba even though she was still able to run away from Ijisaba, so why didn't she, she just run away with the virus? We then get the kooky hijinks of, the, of this three-person team running away from Black Superman, Idris Alba, through London, through Russia, to the beauty of Samoa for our climactic battle scene where the rock fucking holds down a helicopter with his bare hands. And then we get an epic final battle between the three with terrible slow-mo... They get the virus out of the sister and all ends well till the shitty setup of a second one by Ryan Reynolds. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the plot of Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. I would have would have just done like the three sentence thing they did on IMDb. <laughs> no, like, I like to do my storytelling, sir. Yo, uh, so COVID-19 ends up in this lady's arm. And um, here we are. <laughs> no, I I got one more movie action movie rule. This 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 movie broke. So, Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham, in my opinion, never like in in an action movie, the heroes are supposed to get knocked down a peg or two. They're supposed to have a scene where they get their shit kicked. They get to get laid out. It was always two versus one with Idris Elba and. Jason Statham and The Rock, Hobbs and Shaw, 
never seemed like they were ever really in that much trouble to me. Like there was never a scene where I, I was convinced the bad guys were going to win. We got like the two minutes of it in the climactic battle scene where Alba was kicking their ass. So they're like, Oh, if we just attack him at once, then we'll beat his computer brain. And then and suddenly was, they just kicked his, kicked his shit in. And it was all the way at the end of the movie. Like I, uh, I think it's a, is, is, it might be a wrestling thing. It's an old action movie thing where like people like action stars don't like to get their asses kicked on movies. So like, <laughs> like I feel like that, that kind of broke the fourth wall too, where Jason Statham and the rock were like in the writer's room telling them like, Hey, we can't, we can't get our asses kicked too bad. Like we, we, we got to be on top for most of it. I, I felt it like didn't, there was not enough tension. Frustrating. Yeah, I can agree to that. It was, there's no grip to the movie at any point like there's great scenes like the whole final battle through samoa is fucking badass and i wish the move like more of the like i wish the entire movie was like samoa where the rock and jason statham didn't totally suck uh you had the mama character that was keeping everyone in line it looked beautiful i wish fast and the furious would never go to fucking europe again where it just looks gray and trashy like go stay going to tropical places where it looks brilliant and vibrant Although there was a, I did, there was a couple of scenes in the beginning where the colors, the bright colors were kind of neat with the music. There was some cool, like, like, like house sort of rock and like DJ music with the, that was when rock was in LA, which is weird because usually LA looks shitty in these movies too. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Even in Predator 2. Like I will say, for as much as I hate the character of Hobbs, he had more grounded moments in this movie, which was nice to see. Like the scenes with his daughter felt like, oh, he's a normal person. He doesn't just talk about his dick and how big he is the whole time. <laughs> or like just call people girls. <laughs> and then like the parts where he was in Samoa talking to his brother, like those scenes are actually good. And like, I'm like, oh, right. The Rock is actually a good actor and not just a piece of shit. They just, I think they just shouldn't let him improv. I, th- I think that's so much of the problem. It's one of those weird things of like, for me, I, you, you guys probably noticed this too. Like this movie is more like this time around watching it. It's just like they're pressing family. <laughs> they're pressing family. Like within the first, you know, ten minutes of the movie, we find out you know Hobbs is astray from his family for some reason. So like that's the whole point of this whole movie. It's family. Like I get they're trying to continue that via the Fast and Furious um, ways of, you know, it's all about family, but it's like this one, they just like threw it at you like, hey, family. Well, yeah, the whole like the plot point, they always just introduce siblings. That's always the trick with this. But like the first, what are, is it? Eight, is this, yeah, the eight Fast and Furious movies before this, they, it takes eight movies to cultivate that like that family depth of the family. And by the time eight rolls around, like, yeah, this is family. Like even off the screen, I'm like, yeah, Vin Diesel and Paul Walker literally are brothers. So Mm -hmm. that's why the, this series will always hold like a warm place in my heart because they work so hard at that, like dumbass metaphor that it worked and it's good. (laughs) Family. Yeah. Which is why like in some of the movies you get mad when we don't get just like pure family moments. I'm like, I tune in to watch the family. I know. Fun. I want more scenes of them drinking Corona and eating like shitty barbecue chicken. Like those are the best, like my favorite parts. <laughs> and then the whole thing with like how they tried to like 
change the canon for the Shaw character and be like, oh, he's not a terrible, huge bad guy. He got screwed over by the Etienne people to make him seem like he's really bad. Forget about the scene to open up fucking, was it six or seven, whatever, where he murders like 80 people in a hospital. Like, don't, oh, yeah. don't worry about that one. I wouldn't. They're starting to they're starting to give us too many shadow organizations. Like this is the third one, I think. It's well, there's have... ciphers, and then there's Etienne, and there's Mister Nobody. They basically, <laughs> oh yeah, Mister Nobody, because they basically wrote in that cipher, like all the bad shit that happened, like four through eight, was all cipher. And then there was the scene, and Etienne, like Etienne had, controls the media narrative, apparently, mm-hmm. like that. I super hated that scene because it's like okay, even if they oh, put it was that dumb. through the it was dumb <laughs> all through the media. Why, like, why would the organizations buy into that? Like, you sure it's in the media, but why are like the actual organizations that would actually put out these type of information just going like, oh yeah, they're bad? Well, that's what that that contributed to how old this movie felt. It was only a couple years old, but like. Game of Thrones references just kind of like made me squint and like made my stomach roll a little bit. I'm like, oh, don't don't say don't say you know nothing. You, that, shut up. <laughs> the pop culture references felt so weird. I'm like, oh, why I you mean, like it. timely no, pop culture really, references? It, there's timely 14 years ago, but <laughs> watching it this time, she's like, oh, funny thing about that. Uh, uh, the Game of Thrones spoilers. Uh, a lot of the fans were pissed <laughs> off about it during the mid credit scene. Was there, was there, okay, I didn't watch was it. Was that a spoiler? Oh, because not everyone would have seen it all yet. Yeah, okay. because, well, the movie, the, so there were mid credit scenes, Keith. I skipped, I, I'm keeping my, my records rocking. As soon as I get yeah, it, I'm, yeah. like, so, like, I'm done. <laughs> so we have uh, Ryan Reynolds calling uh, Brock. The Rock, and at first he's telling him like, "Hey, I need help. We have another a new virus is out. We need help. We need help." But it melts your outsides. It now. melts your outsides, not your inside. And then the daughter's like, "What?" And then he's like, "Oh my god, you just sound just like your. You just sound like your dad. Oh my god, you know that they're playing that off of that. Rock sounds like a little girl." And during the mid credit scene, we're still on the phone call. And then he brings up like the finale, like he spoils the entire finale of Game of Thrones. Oh, it had ended by that point. They talk about the that's funny. Cause like he like he he talks about the entire like the ending. <laughs> and like it it the movie the show was out for two months. Aired two months before this movie came out. Which then so, fuck you. You should have already yeah. seen it if you were that attached to it. Aired, but so let's talk about the uh weird thing that's going on now in the fra- Fast and Furious franchise. There's no cars! But, no, there there's that, <laughs> but... Sorry, sorry. I just, I just, it, it just, I threw it up. It just, my, it hurt my stomach. I had to throw it's, it up. There's, there's no gratuitous ass shots. There's no yeah. cars. It's robots. You know, like half super man, half machine, robots. superhumans. Hey, hey, check this joke out. Row thoughts. Eh? Eh? And moving on. Um, so they're trying to like basically put in some sort of weird super soldier serum super soldier robot thing that they're eventually going to use to say why dom is the way he is right to say like dom was given something that would be amazing for soldier 
if this movie went all sci-fi or if, if, if this movies went sci-fi <laughs> i mean they're putting a goddamn car into space in nine. Oh man that we know of i'm they're gonna put the they're gonna have so. a shitty elon musk reference and i'm gonna fucking hate it yeah it's gonna be fine oh, no okay hold on i've i've got a prediction elon musk is going to be in fast and furious now oh no <laughs> that's mine Keith, Keith, Giselle, Giselle's alive and uh, Elon Musk is gonna about. like Elon Musk is gonna like give Vin Diesel a turbocharger that's actually electric and he's gonna be like actually Vin if the world ran more on electric cars and there's currency formula <laughs> and then Vin Diesel fucking just sucker punches him in the gonads and lets him go down and we all cheer yeah <laughs> Keith, what do, Keith what do you think of superhumans in uh, in Hobbs and Shaw or in real life? Yeah, well, both. Let's do both. <laughs> Is that are, real life? Are, Keith? Are you an X Men? In real life, I yeah, I I don't like them. <laughs> I'm against them. No, sir, I don't like it. He's <laughs> anti Superman. Okay with Batman though, because he doesn't have powers. Yeah, no, he's just a billionaire. He's just Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, uh, okay. The, it's a uh, weird turn of events from uh. Racing, the rock. street racing, stealing DVDs and TVs to now superhumans. The Rock jumps 400 feet off a skyscraper and grabs a rope. Yep, <laughs> he does. And then yeah, once yeah, he again, does. lands on a car to the point where the entire top of it collapses in and then just gets up like nothing happened. So, the, so Hobbs is really a superhuman, right? Yeah, Hobbs and Dom are superhumans. And have some sort of superhero syndrome or serum or syndrome, either way. <laughs> no, that was Paul Walker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. It's getting so <laughs> convoluted, and I just I, this. There's nothing about this movie that it hooks. The Etienne thing, like, feels so meh. Like, just put do a cipher bit to it or something. And why doesn't fucking rock? get help from the crew in any way shape or form like that makes no sense in this movie <laughs> i work alone they both say that explicitly and then wasn't in the last movie the rock He's like, i got a team <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know i mean like the like if you take the the parts alone and you don't worry about the sum of the parts like there's some there's a couple of good fights i like I'm, I keep on trying to fault back to the different ways that I gauge action movies, like chases, fights, cool characters, badass lines, and like you can find those if you dig. Like the there was a I like the motorcycle chase. I like the when he spins the Ferrari around the bus. And, uh, uh, first of all, you weren't watching the movie very closely because you clearly missed the ad they did for the car that was a McLaren. Okay, whatever it was, <laughs> Ferrari. No, looking. no, no, no. A McLaren. This was very important. They did a very close-up zoom to oh, the name. Was that the reference from the other McLaren. movie? From McLaren's the... a supercar producer. That... They race in Formula One. Was that the one that they flew between buildings? What was that car? Uh, what was that? That was like... like, like between uh, cars. No, from, that was a different, buildings. That was a different uh, supercar. Oh, that okay. was a McLaren. Yeah. Anyway. The, yeah, the, the McLaren one, the just, one... They make supercars. The one where the rock sticks, punches a window out, grabs a guy who's on a motorcycle and drags him into a wall. Okay, let's argue about that real quick. How would the rock neck not get hurt during that? Why? How would he not snap his arm off? 
As he, he drives go, by in the he, car. He let go at the right time. Did you see his, oh, okay. his, gri- his grip strength on that rope falling off the building? So you got rope <laughs> burn, right? Oh, that, that, that made me cringe. That made me like, oh, that hurt my eyes looking at his hand sliding down that rope. It was, it's fine. It was a metal rope, Keith. Oh. It's fine. You just I gotta, you I, wouldn't I, get I, terrible splinters. I will <laughs> say I kind of like that. The, the, just that part of like, all right, we're going to jump down here in one, two, and then uh, three. And he jumps, and then the smart um, Statham Deckard's like, I'm just going to take the elevator. Where he uses, you know, the button that all elevators have that just detaches things and lets them drop instantly. Yeah, but only if you hit it really hard. <laughs> <laughs> that is oh, an action here. That's an action movie trope, though. Shitty scene of Rock flying a body over to run it into it and tells him to fuck off. I'm like, oh my god, the dick wagging in this is so stupid. It's strong. The then, posing in this movie fucking infuriated me. It's so it funny. Posed so often and looked so fucking stupid doing it. <laughs> I love it when they try to get all woke for a second when uh, The Rock's like, if she, like, I'm not going to assume that she wants me, uh, but if she does choose to want me. <laughs> she can climb this mountain as many times as she wants. Yeah, it's and like, I'm gonna fuck her. See, that, I hate that because that's clearly, they're winking at the camera. So, like, I hate it when they, camera, it's this, like, Sorry, guys, I'm going to go there for a second. It's this Marvel-ass Disney bullshit where they, like, oh, always. Shit. <laughs> First of all, not a Disney movie. I know, but it's clearly, in, it's 2019. Everything is influenced by Disney Marvel at this point. Look, just so because like, they own like 30 to 90% of the movie industry. And yeah, so much of Avengers movies is them literally just looking at the camera and say like, well, that was a thing. <laughs> uh, I think uh, one, thing, one thing I liked was the beginning sequence, the split screen. Oh, you liked that? Yeah. I fucking detested that scene. Why? Was that the scene where they went through the doors and there was a bunch of dudes on one? No, no, no. That the fight scene... sequence was fucking awesome with the. That scene. was no, a dope. The, that the, scene was the dope. beginning scene, the scene <laughs> where it's of just them like they're like both they waking their... up the routines. Oh, yeah, one, of like, one of them makes like one of them makes eggs Benedict or whatever, and one of them just mm-hmm. eats. Yeah, yeah. It's the just... rock. Why did they make the rock look all punk rock and like cool? Because that's, that's probably know. what Dwayne really likes. <laughs> he's off the job. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> I, I hated that scene just because, I don't know. It's just that whole thing where they're trying to be like Hobbs and Shaw. They're trying to make them the odd couple. Where it's like, they're so well, different, but look, they're the same. Well, that's I'm just the like, I don't premise of the movie. That's <laughs> why I don't fucking like the movie. That, mm? I, I, okay, I hold on. Check this. Shit out. Hold on. I, I got a good one in my notes here. Oh, here we go. All right. So there's a moment where the director and the writer and the all the producers and Dwayne The Rock Johnson probably himself are very proud of the scene where he quotes Nietzsche to uh, <laughs> whatever, the sister. And Patty. They try to make him look so smart and cool where he's like, he's like the jock that's read a book. And fucking Nietzsche is the most douchey like frat boy philosopher to reference like it's so fucking obnoxious that they choose that shit <laughs> yeah, that was... he fl- he's flexing his muscles and flexing his brain yeah but they like the, the even it's like the it goes down all the way to the writers like to the producers that they don't realize how dumb they look by like trying to make him look smart by quoting nietzsche maybe That's they like... did know how dumb it would make him look like they're trying to burn so. him for being a piece of shit um i don't think so <laughs> it looked so honest I super, super hated 
like I don't think Ocean's Eleven actually did this, but where they kept like naming their jobs and like they would flash the name on the screen, being like the Mick Jagger, and then like mm. put it in the font on the screen. Uh, like, what are we doing? See, I like that. Movie. What are you I, doing? I didn't mind that. I didn't <laughs> mind that. I'm trying to think of something. It gave humanity to Jason Statham for me because he needed a little bit of humanity. Of the two, I actually really like Jason Statham in this movie. But it was very much like a normal Jason Statham action movie. Yeah, he yeah, he was just he was doing this guy Richie bit, which is cool. Had a very heavy the transporter vibe to me for most Ooh, of the movie. God damn, we should well, do that series. Well, you don't want to fucking do the transporter, are you kidding me? You're in the wrong movie franchise, buddy, because we find out <laughs> we find out that uh he did a job in a ta- in Italy. And oh. it was like that's an Italian job call, and I love it. I was watching that with Sammy. And I was like, I just, I just, I was like, hey, you get it? Hey, you get it? <laughs> and she was just, she was bored because she wasn't really paying attention because I forced her to watch Hobbs and Shaw on a Wednesday night. You're bad, my friend. <laughs> she was like, no. I was like, well, I have to watch Hobbs and Shaw tonight. And I was, and she was on her phone just doing her own thing, enjoying her life. And I was like, no, are you paying attention? They just did an Italian job reference. It was an Italian so what, what they're job saying, So what they're saying is that the Italian <laughs> job is in the Fast and Furious universe. So what you're saying is we could get whatever the fuck Mark Wahlberg's character name was in the Italian job in the Fast and the Furious universe. Yeah, damn there, right. And, and y'all, enough of a TV head to, isn't that, what's the show with the kid looking at the snow globe? At the it's, end of um, uh, not Dante's well, Peak. No. Uh, it's a TV show, but anyways, there's like no. It's a, about a hospital, and then like everyone got pissed off because the final episode. It was all just in an autistic kid's mind. Yeah, but anyways, in that show, the implication of the amount of universes that are pulled in, are pulled into that is like crazy because they do a bunch of like weird spinoffs and tie-ins. They do that with of, like a Bob Newhart movie uh, show too. Like the guy yeah, wakes that's up. That's what Mary Tyler Moore's from. Yeah. So I wonder if like the Italian job and the, the snow globe kid. St. Elsewhere. Elsewhere. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah. I, I, I wonder the same, like you should look at the St. Elsewhere universe. How about we <laughs> save that for another podcast? <laughs> that, that's a six year show. And you know, right, I'll do it right now. No, oh. fuck you, Keith. We're not talking about St. Elsewhere right now. Well, okay. All, yeah, I, all just... I can tell you one thing is this, Keith, and St. Elsewhere. Mr. Feeney's in it, Denzel Washington is in, it, is in it, and Howie Mandel is in it, okay? How has Denzel Washington not been in the Fast and the Furious universe yet? I feel like he would be perfect in this universe. Well, you know, I, that brings something up, who they wanted to be in this universe now. What? Oh, as Adrian Elba's character. Denzel Washington would have been great as Edris Elba's character. Well, so the uh, we have the voice of Etion the main villain who has, has, has history with both Shaw and uh, Deckard or Hobbs. Yeah. Was so, there more? Did was he there? have, did he have history with Shaw? I thought it, it was just with Hobbs. There was it, a weird little exposition I, dump there that I didn't understand. It's they he has history with Hobbs and I want to say maybe some with, I thought the main sure. thing was that they tried to recruit Shaw and then he was like, no, nah, so that, that shit, so, bro. So that's the I would say that would be their history that they tried okay. to recruit Shaw, but Hobbs has a more personal history with them. My guess, he's one of the guys who supposedly died in Rio. Ooh. Well, or they're they, going to create a whole new character. So, <laughs> uh, it was no. You want to take a guess who 
one they have, voiced they it? One, I know who voiced it. Well, oh, yeah, I know who. Ryan Reynolds voiced it. I'm sorry, Laura Master. I knew that one. No, but no, who they wanted to be. Ooh, okay, that, damn, you damn Laura Master. You oh, got me. Um, <laughs> wanted to voice Etienne? No, no, Hold no, on. no. Oh, what, no. Owen so when, when they do the sequel, they would have, we'd have them on screen. Oh. I'm going to assume it's the guy who was in numbers, who was also a part of Shaw, or Hobbs' team that died in Rio. The black guy. Keith? Owen Wilson. Well, wow, you just want to continue to make his comeback. Wow, you're <laughs> wrong. Um, it was stated that Keanu Reeves. Oh, damn it! Sammy told me that <laughs> was in talks to play the terrorist organizer, the leader. Um, but the uh, it just fell through at the time because uh, Keanu was the goal they were talking about. They just didn't feel it would be creative tively for him to be in the movie because they wanted to leave it open-ended so he could still be in the sequel if they make one which they are aren't they they haven't like, fully why, announced why it but statham is already saying like he will do it i thought but like, i thought that was like a sure thing because it was supposed to be like their whole thing was they were gonna release a fast and the furious movie then do a hobbs and shaw movie then do a fast and furious movie like they were gonna like jump them. i thought I thought they. I thought there was a Hobbs and Shaw two announced, but there hasn't one officially announced. So if they do, Keanu Reeves might be in the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah, I guess the most recent articles from February say don't expect a sequel anytime soon. You know, yeah. I don't want Keanu Reeves to join the Fast Verse. No, nah, he yeah. has his own thing with fucking. He's got Doc the matrices. Wick. He's got and Bill Matrix, and Ted. Right. Matrix. He has Ted's. He has the Wicks. And you know he will be in the Marvel universe because they want him to. I mean, they got Louis Dreyfus. They can get fucking anyone oh, yeah. to join the Marvel universe at this point. So, um, I don't know. It's. I think I think we saw that when we um, when we came out, we're like, oh, that'd be cool. If we could if they have the villain in the next one, and then I think I. Th- want to say i saw it was rumors that keanu was going to be in it but then they were like but it's been like 40 years since this movie came out so uh i don't know what did you guys think of kevin hart and ryan reynolds being in this movie i was fine with ryan reynolds because ryan reynolds playing ryan reynolds is just always kind of makes me smile it's not like it was great, but like whatever. It's Ryan Reynolds playing Ryan Reynolds. Kevin's, yeah. Kevin Hart's character was Kevin Hart playing Kevin Hart, and it kind of sucked. Even though I like Kevin Hart's stand up, but nah. they weren't great, but they weren't awful. I they didn't. They really continued my thoughts that this does not feel like a Fast and Furious movie. This doesn't. Because those, they, be those next two, question. Kevin Hart and uh, Ryan Reynolds, were both playing Kevin Hart and Ryan Reynolds, and Ryan Reynolds' character is great. Like whatever, Deadpool is awesome. Like I've got a note in here where I think, like, oh my god, I think I'm getting tired of Ryan Reynolds. Oh no! <laughs> but just so free guy, not on your list for this summer. Wait, which one's that? Who's, who's the one where he's the... an NPC. Yeah, oh, like an man. MMO. No, I'm gonna watch it. Like Ryan Reynolds, he's dreamy. Always, yeah, he's 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 always so charming. And like, I didn't like how both 
Kevin Hart and Ryan Reynolds were just obsessed with those two with Hobbs and Shaw. Like the, it kind of bu- bugged me. Everyone just licked their boots for the entire two hours. Was it written into the contract that everyone either wanted to fuck them, be them, or do both? <laughs> yeah. Like, why does everyone like them so much? <laughs> I think that's part of why I was okay with Samoa because people didn't like them at first. They were like, yeah. nah, fuck you, brah. And then the mom was like, hey, this is Samoa. We don't do that here. And everyone's like, okay, mom. Yeah, that was nice. They were like, it was the only person to like have some superiority over fucking Hobbs. He also punched <laughs> Rock in the face and sent him backwards. That was awesome. Yeah. And like Rock tried to big dog him. Like, you can't talk to me like that anymore. And brother was still like, fuck you. I'm going to keep talking to you like that. Although like, I, I appreciated that he had to remind him that he is a super hero so he's like no he's like i assure you it is the size of the dog because <laughs> he could have picked him up and yeeted him off that cliff <laughs> like, well true. superpowers yeah. yeah like he held a helicopter but he he has the strength of like like four thousand pounds probably he can lift <laughs> so i actually appreciated during the whole samoa thing where like Hobbs and Shaw weren't at each other's throat talking about whose dick was bigger the whole time. Telling each other a girl. <laughs> behind it. Like they just suddenly were okay and were brothers. And I'm just like, you you put no reasoning behind that for them to suddenly be okay with each other. It was so random. Well, I, it, that's sure like your normal buddy cop type, of, you know, buddy cop type movies of, that, I that's hate you, I hate handle you. That's why they at the very end, they're like, we got this, brother. The good buddy cop movies have a scene to, like, establish why. Like, something happens that creates this, like, oh, I'm seeing past our bullshit, and we're actually, we're closer than we thought we were. There was no scene to really do. Like, they tried to do it with, like, the chair torture scene or something. But, like, it only went one way. It just went the way of, like, Hobbs being like, oh, he isn't a terrible human being. He was just set up by this evil organization like there was no humanizing of Hobbes at any point through this entire movie we had that though in the fate you know what i mean like Hobbes <laughs> is like I, I looked at your record and you were a good man <laughs> yeah and then well, like they, they were like, good what went wrong and why'd you do everything it was like don't believe everything you read and then they fucking just blurted all all of what that meant out in this movie yeah, like they like in like the, when they looked at like the engine up or whatever and, and Fate of the Furious, you know, it's like, uh, I heard, I, you know, I heard you, you were a good man. Then, you know, we said, you don't read what you don't, you know, listen to what you see and read. And then it's like, I hate this motherfucker <laughs> for no reason. They were good at the end of the movie of eight. And now all of a sudden it's like, fuck this guy. Uh, yeah. But I agree that this movie here, you really didn't didn't have to put Fast and Furious in front of it. You know, like this didn't have to be, you know, it could have been named something else other than Hobbs and Shaw. But like the only, yeah. like to me, the closest thing you can say how Fast and Furious movie this is, is one that they're trying to push family into when the uh, Rocks family makes the train of cars and then you see them like hit the NOS and then like it zooms into the engine and stuff like a normal fast and furious movie. That's what you can get. Fucking love that whole scene. 
The scene of them locking card was delightful. <laughs> so it was stupid and impossible. <laughs> when Roman Reigns just perfectly threw those two hooks to hook onto another car, never actually going to happen. Oh, yeah, they, 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 they looped around perfectly. Really fucking cool. <laughs> but like, no, that's like, that's, that's the goes. only thing. But like, oh, no, no, I know. But I'm just saying like yeah. that's like, if you think of a Fast and Furious movie, that scene there is kind of what you can go, yeah, I can, that reminds me of Fast and Furious. But like, that combined with the custom cars that were on Samoa. Yes. And yeah, that was about it. Like a, a little bit of me, like the cynical side of me, like I'm like thinks that this script didn't exist originally as a Fast and Furious movie and they kind of plugged and played it. Very possible. That does happen like, quite a bit in Hollywood. Yeah. It's yeah. I, I think I don't know whether it's these movies are planned out years ahead. It's probably a Fast and Furious movie, but it didn't feel like one and it could have been any movie. It could have been a Liam. This could have been a Liam Neeson movie. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, Ryan Reynolds joked that he should have played uh, Deadpool in this movie. Yeah, could have, this, this <laughs> could have been good. a Deadpool movie. This would have been a sick Deadpool movie. <laughs> Aren't we getting a third? Didn't they already announce a third Deadpool movie? Yeah, like, yes and no. They haven't officially made it, but like Reynolds posted a photo of him with a bag and it was... Um, with the Deadpool mask inside, so everyone Granted, like, this is how Ryan Reynolds got the first Deadpool movie was just to constantly talk about it to make to like force of film industry just finally be like, fine, make the fucking movie and shut up about it. <laughs> and, and, and he leaked, and well, he leaked the he leaked the bridge scene. That's how they got it. Well, he didn't. He doesn't know who, but someone leaked uh, that he's scene. A, he's a clever man, that Ryan Reynolds, who has been married to two very, very attractive ladies. I want to try his liquor. What's that, a vodka? Aviation gin. Oh, it's gin, gin yeah. I want to try his gin. I've never See, had it. not a gin drinker. I do like Rock's tequila, though. Rock's I gotta, tequila's great. Yeah, I want to try that. Well. <laughs> Anyways, more on liquor. <laughs> I wish I had more liquor to watch this movie. Yeah, I'm. Thanks, thanks to you guys for vamping while I ran away and got my beer. I hope I hope it I'll was. I'll be seamless. honest. Didn't even notice you were gone. Yeah. Awesome. I tried yeah. this chat thing. There's a chat thing. I, I yeah, now I saw just saw chat. it after. <laughs> you you know you could have maybe just texted in the group text or just you could have walked away and we would have went fill in. Got it. Yeah. No, I gotta make. I have to be dramatic. I'm like I'm kind of like Hobbs. You have to know when I'm doing something. Like I have to go to the IHOP and order 13 pancakes in front of my like shitty daughter. Hey, see, I like <laughs> I like whoa, that scene. Why are you I, attacking the daughter? Wow, I like that scene because I actually have seen you know the Rock has posted on Instagram his cheat day, and it's that. <laughs> it is like the 14 pancakes. Also, again, it was one of the few scenes where they humanized the Hobbs character. Oh, that's so true. I agree with Joe. I liked that scene. No, the whole like, like oh, he's a human being. Like the single dad energy stuff, like a very Facebook it was very Facebook, just like my uh, previous theories. However, it was humanizing. It was nice. <laughs> One of the things I don't, I didn't get, and it may, I, I laugh my ass off thinking about it again, is so we have the big scene, the brawl, the the brawl on Samoa. Of the That's a good you title know, for it. it sounds like a Muhammad Ali. Fight. The brawl on Samoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. And the rock and they're doing like the, the dance, which they do in fate of the furious with the soccer team. And they the do the dance, dance yeah. the Simona and the rocks wearing like a skirt, you know, like the, like a, you know, oh, yeah, it was good. 
Yeah, but let's when, talk about this whole thing. Yes. But when but when he has to leave to go after the helicopter, he's shirtless and he has to put a shirt on. <laughs> but why? <laughs> yeah, like, let's what was go. That? Let's go. And then, you know, like, so he had on is... full tactical pants underneath the Samoan wrap. Yeah. And then he, so like, why, he just runs and jumps, like, let's go. Like, Hang on, I got to put my shirt on first. And where did the shirt come from? Was it in his pocket the whole time? Back pocket. Yeah. I didn't even know, what, kind of, what kind of pants was he wearing? Was it like cargo pants? pants. Yeah, yeah, like tactical pants. So it God, has, like, imagine keeping pockets. a pair of cargo pants on deck, just ready to go. <laughs> oh, he had them on the whole time. Wait, oh, you, you never saw his lit. He, he was, was dressed. dressed that's funny. The sarong was long enough that it just covered his legs, and then he just took it off, pulled a shirt out of his asshole, and put it on. He was he did the skirt and jeans thing like a mid two thousands like Portland hipster person. You mean all <laughs> of the ladies we went to high school with? Yeah, it's a or okay. Sorry, early two thousands. We're not that young. <laughs> One, yeah, hell yeah. One of the things I don't like about like I don't like didn't like about this uh, about the battle scene here. And it's mostly every movie. It's like, we're going to start a brawl at dawn. And then within two mon- minutes, we're sunny. We're afternoon, yeah. you know, it's just six like, hours later, six <laughs> hours later somehow. But in reality, you know, in their movie time, it's two hours. Yeah, they should be done with two minutes. Breakfast. It's also annoying how they're always able to just perfectly pinpoint exactly where they're going to need to go and set up their traps accordingly. Like we're only going to go to this one point on the island, and it's going to work perfect for us. Yeah, we'll call it no man's land. <laughs> All right, I got another bitch. I I got a bitch about something. Okay, the, the fight scenes were terrible. Like the choreography sucked so much ass to me. I think like, it would have been better, especially in the final <laughs> scene, if they didn't do the shitty slow mo. The slow mo took so much away from that fight choreo. Oh no! I mean, that scene was that, that scene didn't even bug me that much. It was the scene like the scene was cool, but the fight for choreography was terrible. Like with the split rooms, with the one guy versus the many guys, or with, I like uh, that when they have to do the face recognition and Statham can't do it for the longest time. Oh yeah, no, that was cute and funny, like that part. But the fight itself, there was like thirty-eight cuts at oh, least. Yeah. It was really just like lazily shot, and then the well, fight. The, with the fights, all of the fights with uh, Statham's sister were like just awkward looking. Like I, I thought they like like they're also all super similar. Of her just like getting people into submission holds. Yeah, it's like there wasn't many moves, and then like I'll always complain about cuts. Like ever since there, there was, I forget who made the YouTube video. I can't give them credit, so I can't remember. But there was this shot of YouTube clip of like how many cuts is in a Jason or in a. Ah shit! Take a Liam Neeson action scene of him like jumping over a fence. So oh, it's like, taken three. Oh yeah, it's like how many cuts of him There's jumping a shit ton. over? Yeah, yeah. And the, I always think about that with fight scenes that are lazy. <laughs> you know what? You know what you can also compare it to, and and I am I kid you not. Uh, current day wrestling for the WWE. Oh, there's like four. There's like forty five cut jump like jumps <laughs> in a three minute match. <laughs> For like Dude, no sometimes reason. it's gonna give you a seizure. Like trying to watch yeah. WrestleMania this year was impossible because I'm like, oh my god, just pick a goddamn camera. God, like, how does that look in like how does it look in person then? Like if they oh it looks way better. It, oh that's well funny. yeah, you don't yeah, but it's which, when you're watching a match and it's like the wide shot, then they go underneath the first rope and then they go 
to the far shot from the behind. And then next, you know, it's just like, stop, just stay on one. <laughs> and if you want to hear so much more talk about the wrestling world, check out the no sell podcast right here on no sell entertainment. And That's don't right. forget to use your promo code. Oh yeah. The promo no. code Keith fuck off and shut up. Yeah, no, go to Chris. It's a long one, but it's a long one, but it like I we keep we brought up John Wick a couple of times and John Wick's fight scenes, like the fist fight scenes, the choreography is beautiful. Like it's like there's these long shots of just yeah. these big fights and like they clearly put so much work and this movie just felt like they put all the work into these big green screens and not into the simple like fist movements that well, even just would like make the, it look cool. The pinnacle of fight scenes that most people still stick to is that uh daredevil hallway fight scene that was all done in one one take oh like ben, wait ben affleck daredevil no no the netflix, the, the netflix oh show. it's like oh is, oh, is, is there a pretty dope fight in that it's like one of the most well-regarded fight sequences oh, in all oh, man i'll have to watch that that sounds fun so all canonized uh, now but yeah <laughs> So Deckard and his sister Hattie are two years apart in this movie. Do you know in reality what how old how much older is Jason Statham to the actress <laughs> of Vanessa Kirby? I'm gonna say 18 years. 20s, and he's probably like 47, almost 50 now. So, so yeah, I'll go I'll go 25 years. Jesus. Okay, I'll go 13. 21 years. My Damn, God. It's so close. Imagine having a like your little your little sister is twenty one years younger than so me. she's thirty three and he is fifty three. <laughs> Jesus, but I mean, we are in the franchise where a twenty seven year old was playing an almost oh, yeah. eighteen year old for multiple scenes, and and a, and a, and a short one is the actress that played the Rock's mom is six days younger than the Rock. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> Just shows how you can, if you uh, tone your body just right, you may, <laughs> you can have a woman that's younger than you, look older than you, and take copious amounts of steroids. Allegedly, allegedly. That's also, how we don't get sued, Keith. Also, it's like movie, how what's his name didn't hang himself in that jail cell. Allegedly, allegedly. Mm, what was his name? Jeremy Epstein, right? <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy. Or hey, um, we even have a new one now with the McAfee guy hanging himself in fucking Africa. Hell yeah, he's Africa? he, he got no, his, Europe and Spain. He got his virus protection. <laughs> I heard, I heard did Bill he Gates didn't know him very well. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the virus protection didn't help him because you know. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It is McAfee. Yeah, it's a shitty one. Uh, this movie actually takes place two years after the Fate of the Furious. So that's two the years. How did they establish that? That they didn't. They, God, fuck these they, people. I the only the, like <laughs> the the only way they kind of established it was like when you guys said you didn't like the scene of when Ryan Reynolds is talking to I believe oh, yeah, it was Rob right. Delaney and he's like, "Well, my guy did this in New York. Well, my guy did this in London, and blah blah." blah. That's oh, how they. See, that scene was so shitty. I completely phased out of it well they even like he winks at the camera so hard he's like i've saved the camera four times before this <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah four times on. yeah come on you know i i thought it was you know i know ricky you, you said you didn't really like it. i like i i like the scene with kevin hart or like when he 
hey, you guys need to shut the hell up. You know, like, I know what you guys are doing. Like, him trying. Well, he's I didn't uh, hate the, the scene. It just it was there. It was Kevin Hart being Kevin Hart. I liked the yeah. toilet scene, but I didn't like the airplane scene. The, and the I toilet don't like, scene was kind of funny. Kevin Hart bugged me. It's just another excuse to like have a celebrity cameo just licking their balls like to in front of me, us. To me, it's kind of like uh, like a lot of comedians where Kevin Hart was bigger before he hit like mega mega star status. Like he was good as like a star comedian, but when he became like a multi huge star, comedians always drop off. You can't be a good comedian and have it easy. It just doesn't work. Well, this yeah, is no, the- it, it, it's not funny when you're successful. <laughs> This was the third movie at the time that Hart and Rock did a movie because it was um, that Central Intelligence, one. yeah, Central Jumanji, yeah. and then this, and then now Jumanji too. Well, and Jumanji I don't like it good. because it, it, I, I don't like being reminded of celebrity twitters because like all of the like the memes of like the fucking Rock and Kevin Hart tweeting at each other about one being big and one being small, but oh, they're friends, and then like I hate. It just oh, it bugs me. I don't know. And then like seeing that personified, like in real do life. Do you want us to do that to you? He's no, not on just, Twitter. No. Um, no it, wait, wait. Should we make a viral Twitter? Yeah, I mean, why not? yeah. That'd be really good for us. That would be really good for us. Okay, um, I'll, come, I'll come up with something. Thank <laughs> you, gonna, Jesus. He's, he's gonna make something racist and for the product. <laughs> so um, there's um this, this this Kate Brown's up to something. Oh God. <laughs> So, uh, I'll show you 70%. Ra- we talked that about was on the- a very like referenced, not everyone is going to understand who the fuck K Brown ever even is. Oregon governor, <laughs> uh, by the way. Uh, Rob Delaney, the guy that had to uh recruit um Statham, uh, was in Deadpool 2 as Peter. If you remember who he oh, was, right. oh, he was Peter, the invisible guy, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, huh? He was, no, he was the guy, guy who had no powers, he is the guy that had no powers that just showed up. And then gets just dies instantly. That's yeah. right. Uh, uh, we should do the Deadpool series. Deadpool is a bizarre piece of culture. It'd be interesting to go back to it. Is it's like I really hope of, that Disney owning it now, we can actually get a Deadpool Spider-Man thing because Tom Holland and Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool would be so good. That would be interesting. That's a big part of the comics is Deadpool and Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. I'm just. I'm waiting for this. My, is how. Like this movie's not even bad; it's just forgettable. Is that we keep talking about such random shit during? I know it's. I've I've brought up that mystery science three thousand rule thing where you shouldn't be reminded of better things. (laughs) All we talked about is better. Is better things? Yeah. Like I was like, God damn it! Like X Men Two was so good. (laughs) By the way, the uh, by the way, the motorbike noises worse. The transformer noises. The do 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 do. Yeah. I don't oh, know if no, you yeah. guys oh. saw this, but we're getting Beast Wars. They already did that. No, they didn't. Uh, not in the was, movies. No, there was you, guys are gonna, you guys are going to hate me when I pick the Transformers series. God, I, I'm already <laughs> dreading. Like, I just There's can't wait to six do. of them and the seventh one announced to come out now. Like, I can't wait to just do like maybe a couple months of like five bam 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 bam, bam. yeah i really just want to get like austin powers done (laughs) by the way by the way i had a really good i made a really good joke while sammy was on the phone because she was pissed off we were watching this movie (laughs) 
Fair. Fantastic. You know and I was because I was well, I, sh- I should have done it. I was saving up this joke for the podcast, but I wrote it down. It kind of took all the pepper out of it. You wrote <laughs> down your joke. You're I wrote down loser. my joke. So what you got? Loser. What do you oh. have, Dane <clears throat> Cook? <laughs> hey, this choreo- this, is a, this fight choreography is about as good as an Austin Powers fight scene. Huh. So, do we want to just go to the rankings now, or? Huh. No, it was like judo chop. They, they, they did judo chop. Uh, <laughs> huh, huh, so huh. before we go too far, let's just let's just move yikes. past it. Let's just well, that really derailed it. <laughs> I, I want to I want to bring something up though. So we talked about on the last movie about uh, the uh, friction between Vin Diesel and the, and the Rock about oh, the fact that please, they make this movie. Lore Master, please give me more. I love it. That's like uh, that's like so, the gravy on top of my cake. Just recently, I want to say this. Wait, the, hold on. The, hold on. Did you say gravy on top of your cake? Yeah, I love cake and I love gravy. <laughs> okay, sorry, Joe. I just uh, I had to make sure fine. we didn't roll that. Give me, give, me, give me that frosting on top of my well, steak. I'm going to give you I'm gonna <laughs> give that frosting. So just recently, Vin Diesel did like an interview about why, like the feud between him and The Rock. And I guess he was just saying that Vin Diesel was showing tough love so he can try to get the best character possible out of the rock. I love Vin Diesel. And, but then after the news, when the movie, when the spinoff came public, Michelle Rodriguez and Tyrese Gibson criticized the fact that they're damaging the fast and furious family because they think that it's because of the rock trying to take over the franchise and make the rock numero uno dude the people within the family take this shit really seriously all right all right i got a theory on this so i I watched an interview clip i think it was for uh i think it was for four i think it was for four i watched a michelle rodriguez interview clip where they were on the beach and the interviewer was just asking these dumb questions and michelle rodriguez had these very silly answers but she kept on talking about weed and i think michelle rodriguez is a stoner and I think she was high when she said that. <laughs> That's my theory. And what about Tyrese Gibson? Tyrese Gibson, he's, he's just crazy. He's insane. You know who's also a stoner? Michelle Rodrigo is just high. <laughs> you know who's also a stoner? Uh, Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi? Oh, Jim Belushi's a big weed guy? Yeah, he has a farm in Oregon. Cool. Like, he lives in Oregon. I'll bet Dwayne Johnson's never smoked weed. Oh, fuck you! Yeah, lie wrong. He, <laughs> he was he part of Miami. the '90s WWE. He and definitely he went to got Miami. high. Yeah. Oh, but it was bad weed then. I mean, yeah, he didn't <laughs> live on the West Coast. Yeah. West Coast, West Coast. Never smoked weed. <laughs> but I still know my weed. <laughs> so, Joe, were you as disappointed yeah. as me when they set up a classic rock WWE line and then didn't pay it off? Oh, I mean, yes. When he when he says he's going to take the chair, turn it sideways, and then stick it down your throat, I'm like, you son of a bitch! Like we couldn't have just said stick it up your candy ass. Like just give it to me. You gave me the people's eyebrow in the movie. Give me turn this chair sideways and stick this some bitch up your candy ass. In all the movies, they've given us for the rock, the rock bottom, the eyebrow. He hit a spine buster in this movie. He didn't. He. So they didn't give us the hated that spine buster. It was not a good one. Yeah. They didn't give us the people's elbow and they didn't give us any, you know, the turn it sideways and stick it up your candy ass. And I'm just like, (laughs) what? 
Stick it down your throat. Get out of here. Like they were like, it was definitely like a hint, hint, nudge, nudge, like the turn it sideways line. Cause it got him paid who, off was annoying. Oh, he's going to say, but here's what I'm just thinking about it. Is there some podcast I can listen to to learn about some of these cool old lines? Oh my God, Keith. I'm glad you asked. It's called <laughs> the Monday night war stories right here on no cell entertainment where Joe Corey Mack and an assortment of other people who have come on and off that podcast, including yours truly, talk about wrestling between WCW and WWF. It's only been going for like five years. We're, we only have like a year and a half left, so that's exciting. What are you guys going to do? Uh, what are you going to do with all that time in your life? So we don't know yet. There's rumors that we might continue and just bra- branch off to do SmackDown and Raw. Or that we seems go so much lamer though. No, we're gonna go. focus on our Juanita's corn chips advertising campaign. Where if you put in fake movie experts <laughs> as your promo code when you're ordering a of Juanita's chips, you'll there get an extra pallet of Juanita's chips for free. Keith, do you, do you know do you know Juanita's chips are based out of Portland, Oregon? Yeah, and that's um uh, where the good chips are, and that's Did where you guys know that kettle chips is based out of Salem. What? Yeah. No, <laughs> that's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most shocking thing I've heard tonight. <laughs> Keith, if you want it shocking, go look up. Uh, I think uh, it was on Instagram, but the Tyrese and Rock had a little chit, tit for tat. Are they beefing or are they loving? Oh, well, this was like years ago. This is like, you know, 30 years ago when. Normality was a thing. Thirty years ago in 2019. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oh, but uh, anything else you guys want to talk about this? Uh, uh, should we like rank some shit or something? Well, we know. will. But I have to do. Uh, <laughs> we have There's to do nothing more memorable to talk about. This. Movie I mean, like, like how? Existed. So this movie, it's like a C plus. Like how much? Like it's like talking about the best the very best burger at arby's or the very best sand like the very best taco at taco bell <laughs> hey the the producer tried the new uh chicken sandwich at uh cj's it oh, looks, that good? please tell me about it uh i had a bite and it tastes it has the the, the texture taste of a spicy chicken oh, so disappointing but she liked it she thought it was good by the way, so, but, you can actually, like, if you order Taco Bell online, you can actually, like, make a decent taco at Taco Bell. It actually, way, actually ends up costing some money, but you can actually do it. Hey, the very second you two want to do a fast food podcast, I'm in. I would, but, like, <laughs> I already know of one that's super popular, and I don't know if we could ever take it over, so. Uh, also, uh, I feel bad for the people that you have that has to, when you order Taco Bell, like off Uber or Grubhub, that they have to go and order it for you. See, because I, I would never do it. I would never do that special order on my own. But since I'm not the one having to do it, I will no. make the craziest special order. I know. It's like you go in there and like, yo, I'll tip you 25% if you ask for that bean burrito, but with like rice instead of beans. And like, <laughs> no, dude, guy, I saw a guy ask for a bag of McDonald's fries, like the a bag. Car- a bag. And he, they charged him 30 bucks, but he Jesus. got a full bag, like the the bag that they put the bag inside, the carrying bag. Got Do you guys 30- prefer your McDonald's fries crispier or softer? 
Crispy. You know that Crispy. you can order your fries well done? That implies no. freshness. I don't you think can, there's a... That's part of it. You can order your fries well done and they'll make you a fresh batch of like extra crispy fries. Hmm. Oh, Did not know. I love fast. I made burgers for tonight, guys. I know this is a. I know this is actually a podcast for advertising for Corona. But, <laughs> oh God! But like, I made burgers tonight, and they killed. That's why we're recording late. A little little peek, little peek behind the curtains. <laughs> First of all, how would they have known we recorded late? We don't put out video of these conversations. I'm, I'm telling them now. Timestamp: ten twelve p.m. <laughs> I I had hot mama. So what December eighteenth. Yep, there it is. Uh, oh, out. I went to Joe's favorite restaurant. Well, I, we picked up Joe's favorite restaurant. Is it called McDonald's? <laughs> no, we were family. Oh, Olive Garden. Sick. Applebee's? No, what? fool. Fuck you, Keith. All right, I'm going to do one on-air story for... Uh, okay. Are we ever going to finish this stupid Hobson Shop no, uh, Yeah, no, who, who gives a fuck? They like, yeah, they won. Oh, cool. <laughs> 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 no, while I was in um, on my trip to New Mexico... I got a I got a nice drunk at Applebee's and it was fun. I've I've also had an Applebee's drunk and it was actually a good time. Yeah, I had their like as as have high. Yeah, I ordered their like silly overpriced margarita. I got the blue mamba bowl and I got a like a tall Coors or something or whatever. You didn't get the, their weird Corona Rita or whatever the fuck. No, it that sounds that sounds pretty fun though. Right but here. No. Remember to get your free twelve pack. Yeah, if you go into go into Applebee's and tell them <laughs> tell them fake movie experts sent you, they'll give you a free order of the. Of the I had a I had a only long... binding at one location in Alaska. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had a I had a Hawaiian shirt, Long Island iced tea night at Applebee's one night. <laughs> that sounds dangerous. <laughs> oh, I got I got toasty. So let's go. Oh right, podcast the, podcast. Let's go to the box office. But we're we talking about Idris Alba. <laughs> yes. Uh, the budget for this movie was two hundred million. Are you? It must wait, it had to be the advertising. But it, it, isn't that less than the last one? Uh, the fate got two fifty. Two fifty. Ooh, okay. I mean, but let's be honest. There was a lot less in this movie than there was in Fate. Yeah, and yeah, there was a lot like, of a lot of green screen. They spent a lot of time in downtown Los Angeles, <laughs> and not as many like actually well established actors you had to pay. Hmm. So let's go to the the income. Uh, the gross for domestically in the U.S. of states, it only got a hundred and seventy three million. Kind of deserved. Until nationally, though, five hundred and eighty five million. So worldwide, seven hundred and fifty nine million dollars. China, man. Well, yeah, we're getting another one. <laughs> Dude, China propping up bad franchises like Transformers and Fast and the Furious is intense. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then John Cena trying to piss it all away by talking about Taiwan. He messed up. He was speaking Taiwanese. Let's move uh, on to the uh, box no, office. No. Of, Cantonese or uh, Mandarin? Cantonese or Mandarin? I, I don't have no needs. So let's go to the box office for August 2nd of 2019. Coming in at number enough where I wish I could try and hey, go go on to distastefuljokes.com and type in <laughs> promo code fake movie experts. <laughs> OJ's innocent coming in at number 10. I have it's... a good antidote about OJ and his birth date, but go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. Go, uh, what? What is it? 
Oh, originally Ford was going to release that new Bronco on like July yep. 9th or something. <laughs> no yeah, way. Which is OJ's <laughs> birthday. Yeah, yeah. The, so they had to like, push it back three days. Yeah, the the they, they were going to re-release the white Bronco. <laughs> they were going to do it on Someone that had to have been. known what they were doing when that originally got set up. Don't you love it when shit happens like that? Like what? Does anybody uh, like, does any, do any rich celebrities just drive a white Bronco ironically? Cause that'd be a really good joke. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. By the way, uh, guys, uh, the rock wanted Jason Momo- Momoa to be uh, the Hobbs brother, but uh, that would actually scheduling, pretty, pretty scheduling sexy. issues. So Too busy making BVSD OJ. Shut up. That's right. That's right, brother. So the box office for August 2nd coming in at number 10 in its sixth week with 878,000. Annabelle comes home. Love it. Is that Love part it. of the Conjuring universe? Oh, yes. yeah. Coming in at number nine in, in its 11th week with 2.1 million. Aladdin. Oh, God. Fuck all of the fucking Disney live action remakes. Hey, can I interrupt for a second? Sure. I think it's, it's very uh, it's very appropriate for the time because Conjuring... The new Conjuring just came out. Conjuring three, yeah, on and I watched HBO it. Max. I watched it and I loved it. Oh. Well, you can pick that for Halloween. For I rocked it. Hey, it's a uh, appropriate for now. I recommend folks go on to HBOMax.com. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. Coming in at number eight in its fourth <laughs> week with two point one million and some spare change. Crawl is the one that the. The alligators, like the tornado hit like Oklahoma or something, and then alligators. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead. I'm, I'm going to bet I that I've no seen every movie that. on this list. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a bet. You go to a lot of movies. Okay, let's see. I'm two Come for in. two right now. You saw Crawl? Hell yeah, I saw Crawl. You should be three for three then, right? You're three for three. Okay, I'm Crawl, Annabelle. What was the other one? Aladdin. I didn't see Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> and you're done. Full of <laughs> shit. Wonderful Keith. Didn't okay, see Aladdin. I'm going, but let's see. Let's see how many. That was many, a great joke. <laughs> yeah, let's see. So Keith, you're uh, you're two for three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming in I mean, number seven. Baseball is batting great. In uh, in its fourth week with two point four million, the farewell. Well, Damn it. it's that uh, <laughs> two for four. Two for four. No, explain the plot. Explain the plot. Maybe I saw it's it. It's the movie with what's her name? It has um, Aquafina in it. It's like the dying grandmother. Nope, didn't see it. Okay, okay. Coming okay. in at number six in its sixth week with two point four million in spare change. Yesterday, dude, this is two years ago. I don't know any of these movies. It's the Beatles uh, yes- one. Danny yesterday's, Boyle. Yeah, Danny's Boyle's. Uh, the guy wakes up with M. Uh, oh. Wakes up and he's the only one that knows the Beatles songs. Yeah, he pretends okay. he did classic rock. Yeah, coming Sounds in like a Keith th- movie. Surprised you didn't see that, Keith. That movie looks. That movie looks wankery. It looked dumb as fuck. Okay, fucking Jason Statham, calm down. <laughs> coming in at number five in its seventh week with seven point four million. Toy Story four. Didn't see it. You haven't seen Toy Story four? No. Okay. I think Keith had seen three of the next four. Coming in at number four in its fifth week with 7.9 million, Spider-Man, Far From Home. Oh, wow. Coming in at number three in its second week with 20 million, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 
I still haven't seen that, but I hear it's good. That's the worst Spider-Man movie. What? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No, the one before that. Weird that you talked about Home? that now. I, well, whatever. Uh, no, I just thought about it. it First of all, that movie you can't sucked. say anything is the worst Spider-Man movie when Spider-Man 3 exists. Well, when we do that series, I'm a, I've never seen Spider-Man 3. You've never seen... Oh, you haven't gonna, seen Tobey Maguire? I've seen the gifts. I'm being assuming, evil by fucking jazz snapping? No, I'm assuming it's going to have the Fast and Furious 2 effect on me where I like it. No, Juju won't. <laughs> we will find out. The evilest yeah. thing he does in that movie is snatch a cookie and wink at his neighbor. Don't spoil it for him. Don't spoil it. Uh, yeah, sorry. Spoilers, yeah. geez. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, coming Dance in at number across two. across the bar. Ah, shut your fucking mouth. No. Coming in at number two in its third week with 38 million, The Lion King. That's oh, there's that two one. Disney live action remakes at the same time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And number one in its first week with 60 million, Hobbs and Shaw. Well, I didn't uh, have ha- much running power then. Hobbs wow. and Shaw got 23 million on Friday night alone. But 2019 was not a great year. You know, well, well, you know what? You could say from 2017 to 2021 that it was <laughs> a great year. There was something that happened uh, right after 2019. <laughs> uh, uh, let's go to the ratings. I was trying to find oh, shit. Something. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> I'm near the bottom for everything. So for the ratings for IMDb though, before we get to our own, IMDb Shit. has it as at a where are we at currently? I want to say six point four. Okay. When I wrote this, when I wrote this a couple of years ago, it was at six point five. Uh, Ron Tomato has this at a sixty-seven, so fresh. Top critics have it has it at sixty-three, fresh. And the audience, 88. Fuck you. Fuck you. It's just because everyone loves The Rock. So I, during filming, I looked up some reviews to see if I can find any funny or good ones. And I have some. Keith, do you have the the, the spirit of Ebert? Yep. So Roger uh-huh. Ebert came back to life to review this movie. Crazy. And he spoke through the words of that motherfucker I was going to dox last time that I encouraged my viewers <laughs> and listeners to go out and find <laughs> and throw eggs and uh, TP their house. I can't wait till this podcast gets big and then we have to deal with explaining Keith trying to dock someone in our fucking whatever the episode Ke- this is. The Keithites. Yeah. All right. It was me and Brian Tallarico. <laughs> we were standing out. We were standing out of this bar in Los Angeles. And I told him I was sorry that I had someone egg his mom's house. But Brian Tallarico, a.k.a. the ghost of Roger Ebert, gave Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw 2.5 stars out of four, which that's is like a, pretty good. That's pretty, that's pretty reasonable. Good job, Brian. Our bad job. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm trying to find a... I'm going to blind... I'm going to blind read uh, the last paragraph here for us. Little reading series. So, uh, okay. As critics have said before about similar project, it's a movie. It's a it's a movie to eat popcorn to and leave your worries at the door. While the rap on Hollywood is that they are now in the business of making products instead of movies, Hobbs and Shaw is one of the most fun, shiny new products of the season. Real uh, cowardly centrist view of things. So I got some uh, one stars from uh, 
IMDb. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, this movie is so horrible that makes the Paris Hilton movie look like Shawshank Redemption in comparison. Jesus. Which Paris Hilton movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one like goes... the Paris Hilton movie? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, Ryan Reynolds, Kevin Hart, Super Soldiers, Transforming, Motorbikes, Terrible Russian Accents, Good Movie, but does not belong in the Fast and Furious franchise. That's actually also, a pretty solid take. Also, yeah, buyer storyline is copied from Mission Impossible. There's a there's there's nothing original about this storyline. Um, a lot of this is the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> that's, a lot. That's a, that's a bit dramatic. It's not even the worst movie in the Fast and the Furious. I like, I just Alba slid a motorcycle under a bus. That was dope. The Rock held a helicopter down with his bare hands. Also dope. Um. Wait, what? Uh, no words for it. Uh, no words for it was a. <laughs> okay, hand. Let me read this right again. Use the punctuation that Google gives you. <laughs> and no, well, this, no words for it was a good compilation of movies to the last one with Paul Walker. Pers- poor Statham. He takes anything, <laughs> anything so we can hear real bad movie. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, I understood that perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> I only saw the first five minutes of the movie. A normal action movie, as usual, only running and shooting. Smiley face. It's like a two and a half stars or something. <laughs> These are all one stars. One star here. Last one I'll do. It's not a Fast and Furious movie, but love it. Funny and cool. One star. One star. <laughs> All right, can we do our own rankings now? I want yes, to be talking about Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, I've got better things to do right now. I, I got some stars to go glaze. So let's go to the uh, ratings here, and uh, we do breakdown crews, villains, tr- uh, teams, uh, cars, action sets, heist, and overall movie. So let's start off with crews. It's the three, the, the, the Shaws and the Hob. Can you read me our whole list? Of course. Five, seven, eight, one, six, two, three, and four. Part Where of me wants to rank this? it above four because at least like. On board. I, I like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I got to put it above. I just hate four and it sucked. So I'm going to put it above four, Justin Crew. Yeah, four, like four. at least there was some sort of camaraderie yeah. between the weird. Yeah. Well, there was a scene where they were tied up in chains and they winked at each other and it was cute. And then the stuff in Samoa was like family ish. That was four a crew. Was just like, hey, by the way, Vin Diesel and Paul Walker are back together. That's all the crew was in four. And Mia's here. <laughs> Uh, let's do villains. We have Gina Carano's Twitter account, yep. older Shaw, younger Shaw, Reyes, Johnny Tran, Braga and Phoenix, DK, and Carter. Where do we put uh, Brixton? Idris Can he Elba. Be equal to DK? Oh, no. We're doing El- Idris Elba. I thought we were going to do like the terrible voice, like Etienne thing. Well, we're, 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 Wait, let's do both. Let's do both. Etienne and Brixton. Because Idris Elba was actually like a half decent villain who just never 
won anything besides the opening scene. Well, he was really just brainwashed. Because at the end, he was like, all right, I'm out of here. Yeah, when they just turned his brain off. Yeah. And dead. (laughs) I think overall, like, it's... I'll put him above DK. Because there really was never a threat. And, like, that's... DK was almost more of a threat than they were. But, like, they had cooler guns, so I'm going to put him ahead of DK. Who? Which one's DK from? That would be Tokyo Drift, sir. Okay. Yeah, I mean... I really I hated Etienne. They just like there was like a um, it was like a shitty like Reddit alt right posters version of like modern Nazis. So our conservative. <laughs> yeah, it was just some like it was just some chud's point of view of like listen the the weak must die and blah, blah, blah. they were they had no like they had no aim they had no spice like if you're gonna be a Nazi at least be a cool Nazi. So what you're saying is Matt Gates is the leader of Etienne. Yeah, or what's that what's that one-eyed dumb fuck from Washington? <laughs> <laughs> He's from Texas, idiot. Crenshaw. Yeah, the guy, yeah, the guy that had to that at and that fucking Pete Davidson had to like lick his nuts and apologize to. <laughs> and then Davidson shit on him again the next week. Yeah. Anyways. Well, yeah, Keith, no. I'm gonna put him above. I I will put Brixton above DK. So that just shuts out your uh to your opinion no longer matters yeah yeah no i'm no, i like i just thought it was charming and cool <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's what, what puts him up that high yeah. otherwise like i was gonna say it's equatable to carter yeah like yeah. when i just fights them it's pretty cool when he does motorcycle tricks it's cool when, when he, he shoves him. that helicopter pilot out the window and then takes over the helicopter yeah when he like killed himself on the cliff at the end it was cool the, yeah. uh, he the didn't kill himself cool. they turned his brain off the yeah, helicopter think- was the pilot was the director. Ooh. Wow. That makes that seem kind of lamer because it was just Lamb. to get him in the movie. So then let's move on to cars. We have seven, eight, four, three, six, five, one, and two. I got a spicy opinion last. <laughs> I don't think that's a spicy opinion. <laughs> I think that's a correct opinion. <laughs> That's where I already marked it down before we even said what it was. Because there's like what? There's the McLaren and then I the think, sweet cars on Samoa and that's it. I think there's literally like four cars. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. And, and then the, the Rock tries to put the, fucking motorcycles in there. Like, fuck you, dude. Just Fast and the Furious. There's no motorcycles. Uh, this isn't whatever that sweet motorcycle movie with fucking Morpheus is. Matrix. Biker boys, that's what it is. Biker oh, boys. Biker boys, Jesus. Your guys are glad there's not a second one of that because I'd pick fucking biker boys. Yeah, you pick stuff too. So let's move on to action sets as um Biker Boys is ha- a prequel to stuff. I like it, Joe. No, 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 no. <laughs> so I uh, let's break down the action sets uh scenes here. We have um the first scene of the MI6 versus the bad guys getting the CT17 virus. Um the guys beating up people trying to figure out where the virus is in the first in the beginning of the movie. Uh, Hobbs fighting Hattie while Deckard is fighting multiple guys at her apartment. Um, Brixton and his crew uh, kidnapping Hattie and then running alongside a building. Hobbs goes following them while holding a rope yeah, going down, then jumps on someone's back. And then jumps onto someone else's back while Deckard's just taking an elevator. 
Uh, Rock throws a grenade and it blows up a car, which Brixton catches. Um, <laughs> Brixton gives chase, and then the Rock grabs a guy who's on a motorcycle while he's in the McLaren and then throws him against the wall. Um, we have the Brixton has Hobbs and Shaw tied up to car batteries and shocks them for a bit. Then the doctor shoots everybody with a flamethrower. Um, Brixton and the crew are chasing Hobbs, and then they're, they're going through buildings with drones, a tower falling on them. Then the batterons uh, on the islands. Uh, Hobbs hooking a helicopter with chains and then being able to bare hand, grabbing a chain and pulling a helicopter closer with all his muscle. Hobbs and then the final brawl. Hobbs is stronger than Brixton. Yeah. No, they show that he's not because he tries to swing something at him and Brixton stops him. Oh, I I mean, they'd show that, but the helicopter scene implies thousands of pounds of strength. Like inhuman. Well, it's it's like when, when Brixton, when they're fighting and then they go to like the POV shot of him, like scanning them. It's like they when they rocks throwing up punch, it's like a thousand pounds or like you know the force that will be. Oh, so Idris Elba had a building dropped on him and he just walked out of it like nothing happened. Yeah, that's true. That's I true. think they're I think they're damn near equals. No, I'm pretty that sure one. Idris Elba was strong. Okay. Equal. I'm so gonna, guys, I'm gonna violently disagree with you. <laughs> so where do we go, bro? Where do we put these, those action sets in our movies? We in the we have seven, five, three, six, one, four, two, and three. I'll put it above one because they. I mean, the action. The only redeeming part of this movie is the action sequences. I'm on board with that. I love I loved watching Rock jump off of the building and like slide down the rope. I thought that was sick. Now the main question here: Where would we put this in the movies? We have five, one, eight, seven, six, two, three, and four. It's behind two. Yep. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it's not even a question. Two is so two like has has soul it has love in it it has like it has some flesh family two is the bottom of the list for rewatchability like anything after two i'm never touching again (laughs) so boys let's go to our personal ratings for these movies and uh let's see out of five stars what do we give Hobbs and Shaw? Let's glaze those stars. <laughs> okay. Go, Keith, what do you give it? Hey, go to NASA.com. Oh, and God. Put, it- <laughs> <laughs> put in our promo code to get, to get your trip to the stars. Yeah. All right. To I'll, the uh, moon. Yeah. To the moon. <laughs> so I'll, um, I'll do my stars. Um, you got the numbers in front of you? I'm going to cheat on this one. I do. What Do you want to know all of what's your... My, what's my Fast and Furious 2 numbers? Too Fast, Too Furious was two and a half. One and a half stars. 
uh, I was actually higher on this movie originally, but the more we've talked about it, I've come down considerably to where I agree with Keith. One and a half stars. Joe, you should give it a little higher. I'll give it two. <laughs> I'll give it two. Because I loved, I loved watching The Rock jump like hundreds of feet off a building. There was some good, and nailed there was some it. good action. Nailed it. And I like Jason Statham. Uh, this movie's complicated because I really like Jason Statham. But then they he, do all he, the talking in between all the action. Yeah, and then they're like, Jason's, I'm, like, I know, I know The Rock and Jason Statham's, like, brains. I know how they work. And I think... He's been inside them. I let, I think they let them improv a lot. And I think literally their joke is to call each other girls. And I think that's the extent of their, like, what they think funny is. And, like, what they think intelligent banter is, is just like, no, you're a girl. No, you're a girl. You're a girl. And I think that that... And that shit drives me nuts. And I think that those two people are probably pretty dumb. But I still like Jason Statham and I still like The Rock. So that brings <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw in at 1.7 star rating, which makes it our second worst Fast and the Furious movie as Tokyo Drift beats it by one by point one of a star. That's it. That's fine. <laughs> the worst is still Fast and Furious that comes in at 1.3. That movie sucked so much ass. It was so bad. It, it, it was on AMC tonight. Because, yeah. boys, tomorrow, tonight, whenever, yesterday, whenever you listen to this, we will be seeing F9. So that's our next movie that we'll be discussing next week here on Fake Movie Experts. F9. Fast and Furious 9. The last one for two years. Who knows how long. Hey, you is guys there ready? Some joke we can do about F9 on the keyboards. Sorry, I, I gotta sneak that one in there. Is there an F9? Uh, on the... Throw in your alt F9s in the chat. Yeah, thanks. All right, there it respect, is. Respect, <laughs> respect, respect. <laughs> I'm majorly excited for tomorrow. I'm glad I'm Joe didn't just alt F9 and ruin our podcast. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Can we throw in some like real life shit? Like, we get to see this movie here really it, quick in theaters. Yeah. In theaters, I'm, I'm legit like stoked. Uh, I'm like, stoked. I want all. I'm the gonna popcorn. get. I'm gonna get some candy. Hell I'm gonna, yeah! I'm getting a fucking icy. I'm getting that popcorn dough. I'm probably gonna get one of those big beers, but <laughs> I, I, I want to be that guy that we saw in theaters 20 years ago. That <laughs> the guy got a large popcorn, but brought a paper bag with them and filled the paper bag with the large popcorn and got a refill before the movie started that blew my goddamn mind king shit can we become the guys who sneak beer into the movie theater which is totally like inappropriate now because you can just go you can just get it yeah right but like upright citizen let's go be your gerard butler says the men who drink heavily on golf courses every weekend with beer they yeah. did not buy from the golf course. Well, and I've got a podcast on this movie, so I need to be like a, a little somewhat bit, sober. I need to be sober at the start of the movie, but by the end I can be drunk because the end of the, the the end of Fast and Furious movies are famously dumb. So you're not going <laughs> to be that one X Men movie destroyed. Hey. Yeah, that was amazing. But hey, I can tell you guys this: there are there are end scenes, there are mid credit scenes. Can I just leave? <laughs> no you should no. you really should your, your significant <laughs> other would be probably pretty pissed if you did that Keith, Keith, Keith 
Keith, where are you going? <laughs> I'll see you I mean, on the lobby. I mean, she doesn't lobby. have to leave. Yeah. I'll, be in the, I'll be in the parking lot smoking yeah. cigarettes or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> saying, it, saying it's like it's uh, 80 degrees out and you think it's freezing. Oh, God, it's, it's a cold. bit. I'm doing a bit. It's a bit. I yeah. got to keep a bit. I don't, yeah. I don't know what I'm more excited about, though, to watch F9 or to finally tell you guys what we're doing next. Personally, well, I'm more. I think F9 is probably going to suck a little bit. I'm excited you shut for your the mouth. next movie. <laughs> I'm excited for the next movie, but I'm more excited for F9, which so, we're seeing. Do you think Paul Walker? I, I think Paul Walker's in it. I bet there'll be something like we'll get something. like the back of his head. Yeah, or like of um. Now is the Dom's time for our the, predictions. Dom, like, what were we talked about last week? We're like Dom's on the phone with Mia, and you can hear. Brian in the background or something, <laughs> talking with doing Jack. some dad joke. Like, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm I'm walking back here. Look, they're walking. The kids walking. I'm Paul well, Walker. They, Listen to Buster. Or they're gonna kill him off like with cancer or something. Oh god, oh, Jesus! Uh, that that he guy's thought COVID. about that. He'll die of COVID. <laughs> god damn it! Yo, Brian didn't wear a mask and he went down to Arby's. <laughs> you, Brian you just know kept talking f- about how he was a strong young stud and didn't need that yeah. vaccine. <laughs> Shit, man. Didn't see it coming. I think someone <laughs> caught on his all. all the yo, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure just Nancy Pelosi's just fabricating these oh, numbers. <laughs> Calm down, Brian. So, yes, next week here on Fake Movie Experts, we'll be talking about F9. Sir. So, spoilers. I'm going to say the ending so fast. We're, I'm going to say We're going to have to say spoiler. I mean, let's be honest. If someone's going to listen to a podcast about F9, they really probably should have seen the movie before listening to said podcast. Yeah, I can't believe like Dom dies at the end. That's ridiculous. It was. I thought the whole nuking the entire planet was an interesting call, but I'm ready for post-apocalyptic Fast and Furious. It's weird that it's called that's, Mad Max, but that's whatever. how they bring the di- that's how they bring the dinosaurs back. So, but yes, next week F nine. So spoilers beware. You can go to No So Entertainment. That's right, No So Entertainment to find all of our other podcasts and lovely blogs, and like always. You can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to our podcasts. I find Keith's blog where he's just putting out codes for things constantly to be a very odd choice for the website. 